Hey, it's John Lee Dumas of EO Fire, and it's The Entrepreneurial You, the show for dedicated and passionate Caribbean entrepreneurs seeking daily inspiration, brought to you by author, speaker, and award-winning entrepreneur, Henneka Wakis-Porter. You must be prepared to ignite. Coming up on this episode of The Entrepreneurial You, the world doesn't show up for you until you show up for it. It's continuing to have the conversation and not giving up on that person and having two, three, four conversations where they're finally like, okay, I'm ready. Welcome to The Entrepreneurial You, the podcast for passionate and dedicated entrepreneurs seeking inspiration. I'm your host, Henneke Watkins-Porto. Be sure to check out The Entrepreneurial You Facebook group and keep checking hennekawatkinsporter.com for updates. Leave me a voicemail on the website. Just click the tab to the middle right of the screen or send me an email at hennekawatkinsporter at gmail.com to let me know how this podcast is helping you. You may just get a special shout out in the process. Who knows? Today's episode is brought to you by Bookophilia, my peak performers. Are you looking for a space that fosters a peaceful and productive environment for writing and multifaceted creative expression? Then, Bookophilia is the place to be. Over the last few weeks, I've been talking about our upcoming virtual conference and expo. It's happening September 25 to 28. And over these four days, I have John Lee Dumas, J.V. Crum, Malcolm M.J. Harris and Chris Miles, just to name a few, to move you from stock to unstock, allowing you to create profits and achieve success quickly. Registration is now open, so go to hennekawatkinsporter.com and click on the Register for Conference tab. In the meantime, let's hear from Chris Miles, cash flow expert, about why you should attend this conference. Hey everyone, it's Chris Miles here, cash flow expert. I'm going to be teaching you how to successfully manage your cash flow so you have optimal business growth. And I tell you, like the number one reason that people go out of business, the reason why business fails, is not because it's not a good idea. It's because they lack the cash flow. They don't have the profit. And when you don't have profit, you don't have cash flow, you're not in business. And so if you seriously want to have more money, more money back in your pocket, so you don't just own a job, but you own a real business that pays you, you want to check this out. Peak Performers. Today's guest is the founder of Client Enrollment Academy and host of Sales for Coaches and Consultants podcast. As a speaker and coach, he shows coaches, consultants, and service-based businesses how to attract high-quality leads and enroll them into their services to help them build successful businesses around their gifts and talent. It is my Absolute pleasure to welcome on The Entrepreneurial You, Benjamin Tyler. Welcome, Benjamin, to The Entrepreneurial You. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Let me ask you a fun question. So if there's an exception to every rule, is there an exception to that rule? Oh, ah, man, ah. I have no clue. You've already stumped me. <laughs> yeah. It's too early in the morning. I don't have enough coffee for these, these riddles. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Awesome. Right. I know that that one caught you um, extremely by surprise, and that was the intent. <laughs> so mission like, accomplished. Man, we'd be on the hot seat the whole entire time. <laughs> 
All right, so we are going to move straight into it. I mean, that had nothing to do with what we're going to be talking about today, right? It's great. great. (laughs) You have what is, you know, undoubtedly an interesting journey. You know, I have been reading about you. And I want to talk about your childhood and your upbringing. Yeah, of course. Um, So really a defining moment of my life was I was 12 years old and I sat my mother down and I started just bawling and pleading for her to show me some form of affection. Uh, She was obsessed with making my sister the prom queen and giving my sister the life that she never had. And she didn't have a lot of time to pay attention to me. And when she didn't do that after I asked for more love and affection, I told myself I would never be hurt again. And that if you were going to be loved, you had to earn it. So that led me into a place where I was a perfectionist. I was a high achiever, but I also closed myself off emotionally. And I don't know what you are spiritually, but spiritual energy, the soul, whatever you call that thing, it needs a companion. And for me, that was drugs and alcohol and gambling. And I started, I mean, I started taking ecstasy and cocaine by the time I was 16 years old. And it ultimately led me to a place at 27 where I was living in New Orleans, showering with a garden hose, broke and not just broke financially, but broke on life. Where was your dad in all of this? My dad was in the family. Um, I mean, I came from a family that there was a lot of internal fighting. Exterior, we had everything. I came from successful parents, vacations to Europe, new cars in the driveway, Um, everybody was there. And I mean, my dad in a lot of ways was my inspiration because he was always a high achiever. He was reading, listening to inspirational tapes and going after life. And he was the one person that always, he always loved, he always loved me and he was always there for me. So another driver I had in life was always to please him and make sure that he, I was the, the prodigal son for him that he would, you know, one day he could always be proud and say like, I made this great son. All right, before we even continue any further, I know that my, my, my peak performers are listening and they want to, to start an interaction with you. So, Benjamin, at this point, I'm going to ask you to share your Twitter handle and any other social media that you that you engage. For Twitter, I'm on, it's Benjamin Tyler one And I'm there, but I spend most of my time on Facebook. So anybody that wants to learn more about what I'm doing and engage with me, Facebook is, Facebook is the place that I hang out the most. And that's a Benjamin Tyler official. So you kind of encountered maybe from, and it started maybe from, well, from 12 years old, you know, that dark night of the soul. And fast track to now, you have managed to break free from all of that, all the baggages, all the, the, um, the, the substance abuse and so on. And now Mm -hmm. you are a coach, you're a speaker and you're, you're not just coaching, um, anybody you're even coaching coaches you know what I mean so mm-hmm. you're, yeah. you're training the trainers you're you, you you came from there and you're here now how did that happen from the point where I was traveling with the garden hose and I finally said enough and I wanted to change my life and I took responsibility I quickly I quickly excelled and you know fast forward two years I'm living in New York City I've got a six-figure job I've got stature uh, going places in my career I, 
you know, I'm living the bachelor life in New York. I'm dating three different women at every time. Like my ego is as high as high, higher than it ever was when I was on drugs. And it was, it, it was fueled. But one day I was sitting on the subway coming home after a long work day and being like, why am I still unhappy? And it was at that point where I realized that I always wanted to share a voice and I always wanted to impact people with my message and speak and allow people to stand in their greatness and not f and feel like they are good enough to have what they wanted. So when I went out in New York starting my personal development brand, I I started just as the life coach. Like, what do you do, Benjamin? I'm a life coach. And it was just a blank stare. And I, I tried to lead with how great my life was and how perfect I was and, you know, that I had I had all my stuff together, but it wasn't working and nobody wanted it. And one day out of frustration, I'm like, you know what, I'm just going to go into this networking event and just share my story. And I walk in and I just start sharing my story, my issues with addiction and how I overcame them and I'm successful in my career. But more importantly, I like I want other people to feel like they're good enough to have what they want in their life. And all of a sudden, like people were interested in what I was doing. I wasn't just a life coach. And I think that's that progressed into from personal development to every people saying, well, Ben, I have a story that I want to share and I want to help heal the world and impact humanity with my story. And just through progression, I'm like, this is what people want for me. So I founded the Client Enrollment Academy and, you know, I still lead with my story and I feel that that's what people need these days. I mean, you go on Facebook and everyone's talking about how great they are and tooting their horn and Facebook ads are talking about, you know, the two, the quick two step funnel system to six figures or how to lose, you know, the 21 day, 10 pound lo fat loss challenge and like all this stuff that's redundant, but it's, it's missing the fact that we as buyers today, like we have so many options. What we care now more is not just the solution you're providing, but who we're buying from. And more people need to share the core of who they are in not just like, you know, what's bad about them and like the, the struggles they endured, but like just who they are in their greatness, too. And just a blend of that. I think people want that now. We want the vulnerability. We want to know who we're buying from. And we want to build a relationship outside of something that's just not um, a transaction. How did you think we got there? Um thinking that we have to put up a, a facade really to get persons to buy into us and what can you say about the importance as you just mentioned that of a story and our own personal story you know i get i've gotten trapped in in the fake it till you make it and like there's that that thing where people say you know you got to fake it till you make it just take action do it and we look at what other people are doing we're saying we're using that same message because we see that it, it worked for them. And a lot of the time when we take somebody else's approach and somebody else's messaging, it's not authentic to us and it's not real and it just doesn't work. Not because the messaging doesn't work, but it's just not who we are as a person. Um, and I've done that. You know, I started with client enrollment Academy to in the, the high ticket enrollment conversation and all that stuff. And it wasn't working for me. Because I, when I sat back, it's like, it's just not the core of the message of who I am. My message is, is we have a story. We want to impact the world. The money will come. That's, but that's not the root of what I want to do. I need to share the root of my message instead of, you know, what everybody else is saying. Um, 
and you said, why is personal story or story in general so important? Well, it's it's building the connection, but we are emotionally, our decisions that we make or the decisions we make in this world are emotional. And our buying decision are, are emotional. And it's 90% of a decision that we make is done emotionally. There was a guy, Antonio Damasio, he's a neural scientist and researcher out of USC, he, he did a study with people that had their brains permanently damaged so that they could not feel emotion. They literally, their whole entire life was done logically and rationally. And these people struggle to even order from a menu. You know, they couldn't even order from a menu because it's like, oh my gosh, do I have turkey? Do I have ham? Do I know what do I want for the, the side dish? And that's where too many people are trying to sell. They're trying to sell through their solutions. They're trying to sell through the, the person's problem and solving their problem. And that's like that, that rational space where the objections of, I don't have money. I don't have time. Are you even qualified? And, you know, I got to talk to my partner. The time's not right now. I got to, I can't invest myself. I need to invest in my children and make my children's dreams a reality. I got to step aside. Like that's where all those, the rational mind is filling with all those objections. And if you're trying to sell, if you're trying to get clients from the rational place, you are in one of the biggest battles in the world. Why not go and spend the time in the emotional place and inspire people? And the first way that you inspire people and you attract your ideal client is by sharing who you are, where you came from. That's what inspires people. The story is what inspired everybody in the world. Look at the greatest speakers, the biggest influencers in the world, the biggest movers and shakers. They're all great storytellers because they get people emotionally charged to take action in their life. Why do you think, though, people with knowing all of this still wanting to, is it, is it a fear of criticism for not wanting to reveal who they truly are? Is that what you think? What, what, what say you? It's it's challenging, right? Because you know, I have a I have a story that my mother doesn't necessarily always like to hear. And there's that I don't have the answer to that, but the to me, there's only one way and it's and I lead with sharing who you are and your authenticity. I I want people to know who I am because I want to work with people that are gonna become my friends. I wanna work with people that are willing to become vulnerable with me and I need to lead the way. So is my, is my system of leading with my story going to work for everyone? Some people aren't ready for that. I understand that. Um, but it's just, you know, my people are the ones that want to share the message with the world. And, and it's important for you to recognize who it is that you really are after because you cannot be after everybody. And that's what I'm getting from you. You, you can't. I mean, we, <laughs> we all know that in the business world, if you try to serve everybody, you serve no one. That's correct. <laughs> yep. so, so therefore, what does it mean? I know you've been hitting at it over, you know, in little points here and there. But what does it really mean to stand in your authenticity? It's being able to just confidently to share who you are and speak your voice and and have an you know have a opinion and an idea and and just whatever whatever comes out of your mouth to speak your truth and it's it doesn't you know you're like that that's not the solution that doesn't give me a formula or a system but it's it's whatever makes you feel real when you when you speak and you just feel like yes that's me I can stand behind every word that came out of my mouth and so often people especially in the business world don't can't say that they actually do that they just say you know 
they feel uncomfortable with what's coming out of their mouth because maybe they don't believe it. It's just it's whatever your truth is. We're going to take a break at this point, Benjamin. We are speaking with Benjamin um, Tallow. And Benjamin has been talking, sharing with us his story, his background, and, you know, all about standing in his authenticity and sharing his story. So let's take a break. Peak performers. Success is something that we gradually work towards as an end goal. But we need to be in the right environment to make it happen. Bookafila is dedicated to providing a space for book, coffee and tea lovers, creatives, educators, students and professionals who want ideas, innovation and inspiration. They have a variety of high quality books, a cafe, events such as book launches, signings and art exhibitions and professional services uniquely tailored to your needs, culture and tastes. Their environment provides for the full literary arts experience, allowing for multifaceted creative expressions. Find them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Bookophilia. Welcome back. And we continue to speak with Benjamin Tyler. Benjamin, so from you you've taken us a little taken us a little into your past. I know we want to go into you being a successful entrepreneur that you are right now from that life of substance abuse into who you are right now. We want you to talk to us about your business and how you're helping people to really live their dreams. I'm founder of Client Enrollment Academy. And what I do is I help people create their brand, stand in front as their business, stand who they are as a person, which is often their story and having authentic messaging and whether it's speaking or building an online presence, I help people take that, leverage that, and emotionally charge their audiences to want to work with them. I help people attract their ideal clients and have conversations, sales conversations, whatever you want to call it, where it's authentic and I, I speed up the enrollment process for people. And I use it through it's something that's natural, that's authentic, to allow people to create the impact they want in the world so that they can create the businesses that they want. I work with coaches, trainers, consultants, and helping them increase the growth of their business and doing it in a way that is true to them. What is that underlying uh, reason that you've seen why many coaches, even before coming to you, would have failed? Because I'm sure you may not have been the, fir- the very first stop that they make, you know? Uh, but they, mm-hmm. they would have been failing over time in, in what they've been doing. What is that underlying reason that you've identified as a reason for failure, as it were? I think it's consistency. It's not even the messaging. It's not the story or having the right sales conversation. It's being consistent and understanding that the world, you have to show up to, for the world before the world shows up for you. And, and when you start your business, it's not, you're not going to necessarily get a client in the first week. You're not going to you know send out one Facebook post and all of a sudden people are going to run to you. It's, it's consistently showing up each and every day, finding a system that you feel in your heart will work and consistently showing up and doing that and doing that and pushing forward and pushing forward. And if you keep doing that a hundred, a thousand times, the world will start bending for you and you'll start seeing results. Too often people give up way too quickly because, I mean, you know this, it's, 
entrepreneurship is not easy, especially in the beginning. I know this all too well. Yeah, and we look at our we look at our heroes, and we look at the people that we aspire to be. You see a you know a Gary Vanderchuk, you see a Tony Robbins, a Brendan Burchard, whatever your hero is in the entrepreneurial world, where you say I want to be like that person. You forget that most of them have been doing it for twenty five years, and you've been doing it maybe one or two years, or even ten years, <laughs> or even ten years. Yes, but you got to just keep going, and you have to keep pushing. And too, pe- too often, I believe, it just it's not having the consistency of showing up each and every day, sharing what you're doing, and understanding that you have to have some patience. Patience. So showing up consistently, have some patience, and of course, an amazing story. Now, the sales process. A lot of persons I know, they focus, they, they hate sales. You know, even a lot of entrepreneurs I know, they, they'll confess to me they hate sales, right? Yeah, and I yeah. think maybe because they've been looking at it from a product perspective and not necessarily connecting with, with an audience per se. Take uh-huh. us through, um, you know, enjoying. How can we enjoy that sales process? <laughs> well, I think it's the, it starts with the mindset and you nailed it right right when you were saying is we walk into a conversation in our world. We walk into the conversation with an objective that we want, right? Like we want to get this person on and we want them in our our program. We want them in our service. We want them to buy our product. But when you lead into a sales conversation with that kind of energy, it's going to be very hard to close people because it's a very me-centered conversation, But if you instead of worrying about selling and you walk in and you have a conversation where you're willing to serve somebody and focusing on that other person and getting into their world and figuring out what they need and building that rapport and that relationship, it becomes more of just an authentic conversation. And of course, like there's, you know, we want the conversation, we want to lead it somewhere and we want to figure out their problems and we want to lead them to a solution that we can solve to make that vision they have a reality. But it really starts in the beginning understanding that it's not about me selling a product. It's about me going into a conversation and serving somebody so that I can help them. Because everybody's tuned into WIIFM. What is in it for me? <laughs> yes. And it's and we don't we don't under, the other thing is is, you know, I'm a sales guy, I teach sales. And the salesperson's like, you know, how you can close in the first conversation. Well, there's a great book called Spin Selling by Neil Rackman, and he did over a million dollars of research on high-end sales. And he said it took 7.82 conversations to close a high-end sale. And we, as salespeople, we never, we think, we're supposed to get in the first conversation, and if we don't get in the first conversation, like we lost. But it's really, once again, it, the world doesn't show up for you until you show up for it. It's continuing to have the conversation and not giving up on that person and having two, three, four conversations where they're finally like, okay, I'm ready. The world doesn't show up for you until you show up for it. Yes. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and it's just, I mean, let's look at it in the sales process. How many people in my world, I have people coming to me all the time trying to sell me something. Very few of them ever follow up with me when I say, no, right now is not the right time. They gave up on me before I was ready for them. I've got one guy who I know I've got a book I want to write. He talks to me every month. 
And you want to know what? I know when I'm ready to write that book, he's the guy I'm going to use. Why? Because he kept showing up in my life. It's like, hey, man, when are you ready to do this? All right. I just want to check in. You know, this book will do this for you. And I'm like, I know, Brian. And he already has my sale. I just am not ready yet. And he just keeps showing up. And that's what people need to realize. So sales, business overall, business in general is about relationships and building rapport and building. Yes. It's, it's not about trying to make that one quick sale and you forget about the person thereafter. Eh? Exactly. It's about, I believe, I believe sales is really about friendship. I mean, before I was in the coaching world, I was doing project management and client relationships in the engineering world. And our firm was in New York, uh, the New York City area, just outside in Long Island. And within three or four years, we became the top engineering firm as a brand new firm because we built, built relationships. I mean, I was going to some of the guy's son's graduation parties because I built a friendship. You know, our, you know, our relationship was something deeper than just a transaction. We talked about life. We, we cared about each other. And the thing is, is, is you find, especially when people are going to invest, you know, real dollars in you, not like just a $250 product, if they're going to invest two, five, $25,000, dollars they want, they don't want to just have a client, um, coach relationship. They want to have a friendship, a bond, something deeper. So in addition to that relationship that we, we've been talking about, you know, in building in the sales process, yeah, is there anything else that, you know, you can share with us to make our sales encounter more palatable? Yep. Yeah. So the biggest issue after when you lead in with serving, like you lead in, you're in the conversation, you want to serve people. Here's where people make a mistake. They focus on somebody's problem and giving them a bunch of solutions right away. They just say, what's your problem? They dig into the problem the whole entire time and they say, and they keep giving them solutions. The problem isn't where you're going to actually sell somebody. You need to sell their vision. You need to figure out what they want to create in their life. What is it that you want to create? Like we need to know a little bit of the problem, but let's focus on their vision. When you focus on somebody's vision and the results that you can bring and how you can make that vision a reality, you're going to become more successful. It's not about their problem. It's about what they want to create. And that's where you need to be focusing your conversations because that's inspiring, right? Like we don't want to talk about our problems. When we talk about our problems, we want it to be done quickly. We want it to be done cheaply. And we want to have as little involvement in it as possible. We don't want to focus on our problems because we want to focus on something that's more important to us. And that's making our vision a reality. And when we think about our visions and making them a reality, well, then, then we think of the coach that's going to help make my vision a reality. We think about it as an investment. We want to be involved in the process because it's exciting to make our visions a reality. And we want that person in our life as long as possible because they're helping us create that. I mean, that's the trigger you're making. When you focus on somebody's vision, all of a sudden you're thought of as an investment, not just something that fixes a problem. And that's where we need to position ourselves. That's, that's inspiring. That's that 90% emotional place where if you're focusing on the problem, that's just rational. That's that 10% where you don't want it. You're in the battlefield again. When you encounter persons, what it is that you want them to walk away with from your message? I want people to realize that whatever is in their heart to really do whatever that feeling is that deep down that greatness inside of them that they can have it and that they deserve it. 
that they can have it and that they deserve it. Because um, the, I think the second point you made is actually important because a lot of persons think that, yes, I can have whatever, but uh, I think they fall short on, do I deserve this? And it's maybe not even a question of what they're asking out loud, but in their subconscious, you know, in, in the way they've been been um, socialized over time and what's been embedded in their psyche, maybe that's the question that is being asked. Am I deserving of it? And what you're saying, yes, you can have anything you want. And yes, you actually deserve it. That's really a great point on which we can um, bring our conversation to a close. Before we do all of that, though, I want to um, give you a chance, Benjamin, because we did mention before before we came on that you have a giveaway for our community of peak performers. What's that? Yeah, I mean, I appreciate being on the show. And as a gift, I would love to give my template that I use to create story that inspires action so that people can use the exact process the exact blueprint that I use for story to attract my ideal clients, speed up the enrollment process and build my business and to build your business to where you want it. And how can they reach you for that? Remind us of your contact information, your website and so on. Go to clientenrollmentacademy.com. There is a, you can opt in right there on the homepage. You'll get it and we can build a relationship from there. Benjamin, it's been an awesome pleasure having you on The Entrepreneurial You. I was inspired. I learned something from you. I'm sure our community of peak performers also did learn and they will be engaging you. I'm sure of that. So thank you so much for coming on to The Entrepreneurial You and sharing with us. It was a pleasure. I'm honored. I was honored to be here. That's it, my peak performers. We have, in fact, come to the end of another great show. Thank you so much for listening from all over the world. We have Peak Performer community members in Japan, India, the Netherlands, so many islands in the Caribbean, including Jamaica, where I'm from, the United States of America, and so many, many more. I know I shouldn't have started to call names because there you are thinking, how come she's not calling my country? Just know that I love and appreciate you, okay? If you've been enjoying this podcast, please give me some more love by subscribing and rating, reviewing and downloading the episodes in iTunes. It really means a lot when you do that. Or you may just leave a comment on the show notes page on hennikawatkisporter.com. You see, the beauty of doing this podcast is that in addition to speaking with some amazing guests and connecting with you, my awesome peak performance community, I also get to become affiliated with some excellent products and services. For example, HostGator, they host my website and they have some great deals going on if you're looking for web solution. If you click on the link on my homepage, you can get to take advantage of these deals as well. And if you're interested in starting your own podcast, you know, you've been hearing me podcast and you have no doubt follow several other podcasts and you have an interest in starting your own, then certainly check out Blueberry. They have a hosting promo going on. All you need to do is click on the link on my homepage, henikawatkisporter.com and enter the promo code TheEntropU. T-H-E-E-N-T-R-E-P-Y-O-U. Be sure as well to check out the resources tab on my website for books and other useful resources that I personally use and recommend. I would not share something with you 
uh, recommend as a resource if I've not used it myself and can attest to the impact that it will make and it has made on me and I know it will make on you as well. And did you know that I'm the founder of a clothing line? Yes, yes, yes. My very first business, Pato Apparel. If you want to check out some amazing Jamaican t-shirts and other clothing, then of course, head over to patoapparel.com. That's P-A-T-W-A-A-P-P-A-R-E-L.com. Patoapparel.com. Remember, you were born to win, but to be a winner, you must plan to win, prepare to win, and expect to win. What good?